ER doctor comes in, when, when they bring, when somebody busts through the door, doctor, doctor, we got a gunshot victim. We got a gunshot victim, and the gunshot victim is bleeding. Where's it bleeding from? Right here. We cannot stop the bleeding. So what we do is the first thing we must do is stop the bleeding or the patient dies. Now, we cannot assess what made them go in the gang banging or how, what, what, what made them get in the position that they got shot. They could have got shot because they slapped their wife. They could have got shot because they got caught cheating. They could have got shot because they were trying to go, anything. All I know is I got to stop them from bleeding. So I leave that to you. Mm-hmm. After I've stopped them from bleeding, when they going in, they get on through recovery. I'll leave that to you to tell them to stay off the cocaine so they don't have to go try to rob it and get shot. I'll leave that to you to tell them to make sure that they have the safety on the gun next time when they get ready to put it in a holster and they don't shoot themselves. I'll leave that to you once I've saved the patient. So I'll leave that to all of you people who want to go back to Kemet, who want to go back to the 20s, who want to go back to the 30s, who want to go back to all these times because I'm not saying they're not important. I'm just dealing from the ER. I love the analogy. Responsible. Whoa. And when you deal, oh yes. Let me tell you why I say that. <laughs> Let me tell you why women are irresponsible. Can because the ghetto, but, can we call huh? these generalizations or you just, yes, they are generalizations. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm raising two little girls, but in general, women are irresponsible, and I can and I just gave you reasons why because they have someone because someone will pick up for them. Meaning, a woman doesn't have to be strong if she can't open a door. Some idiot's gonna come open it for her. What a woman? Does, well, why do you have to be an idiot though? I'm just saying. Because that because what if that woman's strong enough and he go over there and pull and his back muscle out just to open that door for that woman? No, what are you talking about? Listen, I'm, hold on, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm texting to get the links out. But I'm I'm thinking I'm missing something. I might have missed something. Just just reverse a little bit about the idiot who might blow his back out. No, she's wondering why I call him an idiot. I'm saying because he doesn't know this woman. It's like a, a young boy in Chicago. Some dude starts shooting. The young boy threw himself in front of the women, the girls. He's 15. They shot him and killed him. He's hailed a hero. Well, what if them girls grow up to be whores and he was going to be an engineer? The engineer's dead, but the whore's still alive but we're praising him for doing this because they were females. No other reason. They had no redeeming qualities other than being female. When I said that's not the question, I meant it's a rhetorical question. I'm going to tell you why it's rhetorical. Generally speaking, the reason why coaches get the blame first and foremost, is because the education isn't there all the time, nor is the power there 
for people to remove the owner because they play such an integral role. So just because coaches get removed more times than owners, like more black people get locked up than white people, does that suggest more black people are evil? I don't think so. But we understand it's easier to incarcerate black people than it is to incarcerate law enforcement than it is to incarcerate presidents that do wrong than it is to incarcerate attorney generals that do wrong. It is easier to incarcerate black people because they are under the system that is doing the wrong thing. Well, sometimes it's revealed to us that something is going on so bad in the system that someone has to be reprimanded. So yes, more basketball players, coaches do get fired, but that does not attest to the conversation we're having here. I would have had serious issues when it was all done. There would have been a bunch of mother effers and all this crazy talk. I've been there. So we lasted this long and we haven't abused each other verbally. And that should speak to the level of intelligence that we both have. So I thank you, my brother, for being on the platform. Again, y'all see his website right there, sodamayatv.com. You see mine's right here. I am brotherpolite.com. We may be at the maturation of our interview. <laughs> so before it gets turbulent, you know what I'm saying? Let's sustain the great energy that we created. And if you learn nothing from us tonight, you've learned that two black men can have extremely opposing views and come in with respect and also leave with respect with no hard feelings. Cause I know personally, I'm gonna give the brother a call and say excellent show. I'm glad that we pulled it off. Uh, he exercised a great deal of constraint, not because it was difficult, because he has it. So now what you may realize is if it looks bad with him and other people, it's probably the other people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, because everyone's entitled to slip up and everyone's entitled to kind of be antagonistic. And if you see it going wrong with me and other people, chances are you can tell now. It must be other people because on this subject matter, we have to blame who's saying, I don't need a man. We have to blame who's getting benefited for having children because black males do not get one benefit at all for having a child. There's no black man living in Section 8 housing because he got three kids by three different women. There's no black man getting free food because he got children. There's no black man getting housing because he got kids, well, that's a lie. There actually is black men getting housing because they have a bunch of children they can't take care of. That housing is called the state jail or the state penitentiary. The women get rewarded for having children they cannot take care of. The women can, make, can go take the morning after pill. You cannot force her. 
the women have six months to have an abortion. Then have to explain why they just can. You cannot force her. The woman can have special mitigating circumstances after six months to still be able to have an abortion. You cannot force her. The woman can drop her baby off at a police station, fire station, or hospital and not be forced to pay for that kid or even explain who the hell she was. A man cannot do that. A woman can give a kid up for adoption. A man cannot do that. A woman can make a kid a ward of the state. A man cannot do that. So if you have this kind of power, especially the power of life. And be revered as a player. Let's talk about the fact that a young man can have a bunch of girlfriends and everyone will say, you know, all the girls love I agree with that. I disagree with the first point. You know that's not true. That guy's called a deadbeat. That guy's never called a player if he got a bunch of kids. If he got a bunch of women, yes. The dude with a bunch of kids is not called a player. Well, let, let me specify. They've let been me- trying to make fun of me in your chat room now. Ain't nobody said I'm a player because of it. They've been Let's making specify. fun of me because of it. The onus, the onus is more on the woman as far as being responsible is concerned for having multiple baby fathers than it is for the man who has multiple baby mamas. The woman with multiple baby fathers can still be considered a queen, a goddess, and a good mom. The man with the man with multiple kids is always looked at as a bad dude. Only, only in a small community called the conscious community, my brother. The world in general will not say they're kings and queens. They will put them in the rankings of harlots, of whores. They still are the ones that, the, the right now, the television does shows and everything about these mothers who have multiple kids and still make it through. That black woman who had six kids by the age of 34, by three different dudes. Things like no other community, it intimates that there is something wrong with us on a certain level that exempts, exempts or removes responsibility from the likes of whom have thrusted us into this conversation in the very first place. When we say things like no other community, well, we have to keep in mind, Tommy, that we've been stripped of a thorough knowledge of self. We've been stripped of our resources, our native tongue, and even the land that we used to live on. We've been stripped of the right to speak in our own language. We've been denied the right to even read in the foreign language that we had to adopt. They put a constraint on what exactly we could read. And then, We have to factor in the hundreds of years that this constraint was upon us. And in 1865, December 6th, 
when they purportedly made us free, which Abraham Lincoln admits himself that he only did it because it was profitable for the nation, not because he gave a damn about the black people that were part of it. After Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3 of being considered three-fifths of an external being. What do I mean by this? I don't know if I want to be upset that the woman is more likely to get housing when children are made, knowing that the woman has to have the child growing side of her for nine months. And then presumably make sure she maternally connects with the child when the child comes out because the child has only been inside of her for nine months. I don't think she should just let the child be born and give the child away somewhere. I believe society has to prepare certain or make certain kinds of accommodations for women since they go through a process that is indifferent from the process men go through once the semen hits the ovum. ovum. Once the spermatozoa hits the ovum. Let's be for real. Unless we want the women on the damn street when things get hard. Concessions should be made to the being that has to in-house the baby, in-house the fetus, pardon me, possibly breastfeed the child. And even if that woman doesn't breastfeed the child, the child has been connecting with the mother internally for nine months. Are we suggesting that conditions shouldn't be as good as we can make? Responsible. Whoa. And when you deal, oh yes. Let me tell you why I say that. <laughs> Let me tell you why women are irresponsible. Can because the ghetto. But, can we call huh? these generalizations? Or you yes, just, they are generalizations. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm raising two little girls. But in general, women are irresponsible. And I can and I just gave you reasons why. Because they have someone, because someone will pick up for them. Meaning a woman doesn't have to be strong. If she can't open a door, some idiot's gonna come open it for her. What? A woman does. Well, why do you have to be idiot, though? <laughs> I'm just saying. Because, that be, we, because what if that woman's strong enough and he go over there and pull and his back muscle out just to open that door for that woman? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, I'm, hold on, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm texting to get the links out. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm missing something. I might have missed something. Just, just reverse a little bit about the idiot who might blow his back out. No, she's wondering why I call him an idiot. I'm oh. saying, because he doesn't know this woman. It's like a, a young boy in Chicago. Some dude starts shooting. The young boy threw himself in front of the women, the girls. He's 15. They shot him and killed him. He's hailed a hero. Well, what if them girls grow up to be whores and he was going to be an engineer? The engineer's dead, but the whore's still alive. But we're praising him for doing this because they were females. No other reason. They had no redeeming qualities other than being female. The onus more on the system 
than the woman, or you put the woman still above the damn system? You fire the coach before you fire the owner because the owner owns the team. The coach does what it does with the resources that the owner allows it to have, number one. What they did to Donald Sterling. When they saw Donald Sterling was a... Donald Sterling had been the owner of that team for over 30 years. That's my point. I said you fire the coach before you fire the owner. That was exactly what I said. Your Donald Sterling analogy just proved my point. No, it didn't. Donald Sterling analogy literally proved my point. There's several coaches that have been fired before he was gone. Several. When we find out and it's been brought to our attention that the owner is out Did of control. Did I say something that was wrong? Did I say something when I just said you fire the coach before you fire the, uh, the owner? If it was wrong, then I understand why you cut me off. If it was not wrong in that statement, then please let me finish. It was wrong. Serious? Name an owner that's been fired before a coach. That's not the question. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's not the question. I'll let you. I'll let you. That was the statement I made. That was the literal statement I made. That was the statement I made. I know. If you say that's not the question, that was the statement I made. If you cut me off, that must mean I said something wrong. Please tell me what was wrong. Okay, thank you. Put more the onus on black woman instead of the system that's being used to create the hostility amongst black men and black women? You know what you answer? Coaches get fired sooner and quicker and more so than owners. Yet you've gotten to explain your problem. Response. You've gotten a chance to explain everything that you've said and why you said it. And I had to take notes even when I disagreed, but I tried to talk. I said one sentence, you disagreed with it and you pontificated for a long time on that one point, but didn't let me explain it. That makes sense. So next time I say something else that's wrong, jump in again and then go on off and not ask me what do I mean, although you've been able to talk so much that I have to take notes because I don't jump in when you're talking and you keep doing this. No and you felt, you felt like that was fair, what just happened right there. No problem. That I stated one sentence, and you went that long on my one sentence after I sat here and had to take notes on everything you stated. Do you recall that you just asked me this question that I'm responding to? No, no, no. I said, if... Tell me where I went wrong. I, Tell I, me where I, I went wrong. Said, unless my analogy is in... I said, unless there was one word of what I said that was incorrect... Please let me finish. You still didn't say one thing. I said it was incorrect. What I said was incorrect. You okay. just explained why it existed. An explanation of why something exists does not mean that it's incorrect. You just explained its existence. Because I've yet to tell you you've given people misinformation. I've just merely uh, accepted the fact you're entitled to your opinion. And you can substantiate it to the best of your ability through using logic and things that we can personally connect with. It's only when I'm told I'm giving misinformation about two things in particular that I will conceptualize that you must have some kind of references. So when you tell me you don't have none immediately here to qualify the statements that you made, 
Then I said to you, not meaning disrespect, that, oh, I will just not consider it no more. Because I was interested in hearing statistics. So now, when I say I'm not considering it, it doesn't mean I'm throwing everything you said since the time of this interview away. No, I don't want us to go into that emotion. It merely means that I'm not going to take it the way I initially took it when you told me I'm misinforming people because you had nothing to qualify the statement. So I will omit that point and I won't even ask about it again because as far as I'm concerned, I'm still subject to your opinion until given otherwise. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. I will not omit the whole conversation. This conversation is very valuable to the whole community, especially when it comes to learning Robert's rules of conduct or learning how to debate. I'm with it, brother. That's all I meant. I'm not going to omit everything you said. Everything you're saying is very valuable to the conversation. I'm sorry I came off that way. Okay. <clears throat> so now, we'll go forward. <laughs> this guy here, who's he talking to? <laughs> so we'll go forward. And this is what we'll do. It's something that belongs to humanity. Anytime a large group of people are lacking in resources, and educational tools, the decision-making will contrast immensely to those who are living better than those that they are judging. It is a fact. Hope you understand what I'm saying. Yes, but I want to say something to you. As respectful as I can be, I'm listening, but a lot of the times when I will bring up a point, you will talk a long time and drown out the point or the question that is being asked. So unless I either write it down or have a scorekeeper or a person who says the point that was being asked, because you've dominated this, you've, you've dominated the time of possession in this game. I got to throw a bomb because you're dominating the ball on the ground. So <laughs> watch the replay of how many times I got cut off. I said I will hold constraint for myself, but I meant you no disrespect. I said I'll just assess everything you said. So you got back, you just do. Go ahead. So here, <laughs> I understand that you say there's a reason for a lot of things that are happening. And I never say that there's not a reason. I understand. But see, I view myself as the, the ER doctor. And when the e a father with his child one day may go on YouTube and look at what his what her father was involved in to see me, another father, not even honor the fact that we have that similarity amongst many others. So this goes deeper. If we misrepresent ourselves as far as the way we communicate, we give license to the people that support us to follow through in their disrespect amongst each other. Because, hey, after all, they've learned it from the people that they appreciate. <laughs> That's why it's so very important that we keep respect at an all-time high. So with that being said, I thank y'all so much. Go to that SodamireTV.com. You know, every guest that comes on this show, uh, we have to make sure that you know how to find them as well. It's hospitality. 
And of course, go to IamBrotherPolite.com. Peace. I love you all. Both chat rooms. You did a great job. Oh, wait, if I had killed a nigga or had been in jail for robbing a nigga, then I was real. That's what's so bad. If I came on here and just tried to insult the shit out of you, I might have won some points. I can't play that game because it would be me being the exact same thing that I'm trying to rail against. The one thing that I talk about which makes them call me gay is saying that black men have to build first. We cannot build on a matriarchy. I don't believe you can. I believe that brother, that's why I don't, I try to stay close to brothers like you. I don't try to be mad at Umar. I don't even try to be mad at Tyreek after all this fucking shit. <laughs> because if they speak, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I look at it this way. Why do you think it's always women in the midst of men fighting. Mm. Ask any question you want to about me. Talk about me all you want. But somebody got to say, why is it always a bunch of women whenever there are two black dudes fighting? Why is it that you can look on any website and when you see two black kids fighting, they mama sitting right there saying, do it, do it. We're the only race of people where our women are encouraging the battle instead of trying to break it up. Everywhere else you'll see some black woman say, guys, stop it. Not us. All right. Abuse. Much more than her male counterpart. <clears throat> the black woman who has to experience something totally different than what the male experiences when a child is en route to coming into this world. That is the emotions that correspond with her conceiving whilst at the same time not knowing if the black man is going to be there for her or not. Of course, there are extreme forms where she just slept with people she wasn't supposed to sleep with for what it's worth or whatever it means. Of course, we are not talking about those extreme forms. We're talking about the conventional messed up equations where the black man and the black woman shouldn't be making babies, both of them. But she has to deal with the hormonal change, the hormonal imbalances that are precipitated in light of her probably looking for a place to live, a man not being able to afford the situation, the man having the luxury of saying, I'm not dealing with you no more. And sure, she may even be able to put him on child support but nothing's better than actual human support. The stress that is incurred, the stress incurred from her being a single mother, of course, we would like to speak to how she became single. Why not? Of course, we may want to speak to how she... He's debating someone different, guys. <laughs> so, <clears throat> it's a good try, though. 
and I, I, I mean no harm. It's just I got to point these things out when I'm having these uh, types of conversations. Because, And I do love this guy for this debate, and I'm going to tell you why. He's not acting like a nut. Because I can't even reflect or demonstrate this kind of intelligence for so long before people start acting nuts. Even when I'm antagonizing, he's doing pretty good. He's holding up, y'all. He had some trying times. But damn it, he's the best one that came here. I ain't gonna front. We gotta, we got to do a debate in front of the people, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta do that. Cause I know right now the people can see that this is gonna be tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, enough for promotion. I had to put that out there because I'm seeing a large consensus of people saying, man, I hope they do this thing live in my state. <laughs> so uh Can I get some more? Yeah. So <clears throat> this is what I'm saying. According to epigenetics, we learn that the woman not only diffuses her emotion, her stress, her trauma, her insecurities through her bloodstream into the child. This is not metaphysics. This means that she go do it. There's no benefit. So if the women are being benefited, benefit, Tommy, is it the white that? man that you don't want to talk about? I just no, want no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I talk about people who know my show. People who know my show. Wait, wait, wait. I, you just said it, so I'll explain it. I just want to know something. It's let me let me get the question to you. Go ahead. That's my wheelhouse. You said you're blaming the person that is there, namely the mother. You're not blaming the person that's not there. More rather, more especially in case you're putting the onus, you're putting the more the onus on the woman. And you also said you're blaming the person who's there, not the person who's not there. Got the whole thing right for you. So, then you go on to talk about the benefits. But the woman certainly isn't creating these benefits. Exactly. Someone created the benefits. So then you say, she's taking advantage of these benefits, and therefore, it's, and I'm paraphrasing, it's basically diminishing the role that that man can play in a family setting, she's using it to her advantage, and she's less likely to even appreciate him. This is what I gathered from you, and you can clean it up. She's less likely to keep an honest relationship with him, with all these concessions being made to her, with all these benefits that she's receiving. There's really no reason for her to even appreciate a man's presence. And now put more to onus on black woman instead of the system that's being used to create the hostility amongst black men and black women? You know what you answer? Coaches get fired sooner and quicker and more so than owners. Yet you've gotten to explain that what your problem is. 
response. And she gotten a chance to explain everything that you said and why you said it. And I had to take notes even when I disagreed, but I tried to talk. I said one sentence, you disagreed with it and you pontificated for a long time on that one point, but didn't let me explain it. That makes sense. So lie. next time I say something else that's wrong, jump in again and then go on off and not ask me what do I mean, although you've been able to talk so much that I have to take notes because I don't jump in when you're talking and you keep doing this. No and you felt, you felt like that was fair, what just happened right there. No problem. I stated one sentence and you went that long on my one sentence after I sat here and had to take notes on everything you stated. Do you recall that you just asked me this question that I'm responding to? No, no, no. I said, if unless my analogy is in, I said, unless there was one word of what I said that was incorrect, please let me finish. You still didn't say one thing. I said it was incorrect. What I said was incorrect. You just explained why it existed. An explanation of why something exists does not mean that it's incorrect. You just explain its existence. So I have to blame the woman just like the niggas do. The niggas blame me for taking the money that the cracker given me. So I'm going to blame the black woman for taking the money the cracker given him. Yo, when you done roasting the chat, for one. I ain't roasting the chat. I'm roasting the idea of what you said. Who do I blame? I blame the woman because she doesn't have to take that money. Okay. She doesn't. Just like us coons don't have to take that money. Us coons could turn it down. We don't have to take the roles where we cooning on TV. Nope. We could turn it down, and you expect us coons to turn it down. <laughs> and when we don't, you stalk us. You say you're going to kill us. You say, fuck you, coon. You coony coon coon all day because we didn't turn down the mansion because we moved to Beverly Hills because we took our family and put them in private school. <laughs> We're killing you. We ain't selling drugs to you. We ain't fucking with you. But you're going to kill us because we took it from the white man. So nobody takes more shit from the white man than that black bitch. You call a damn goddess. Damn. That motherfucker is taking money hand over fist from white men. Every day she goes around not popular enough to date. He's been told no, no, no. He's been told if he was raised in a correct family by his father, you must go cut the grass. You must take out the trash. You have chores. That female, however, realized probably before puberty, but especially after, according to how she filled out, that what she says matters less than what she looks like. So she's been able to get away from a young age with daddy by just being sweet and nice and laying up under daddy and daddy don't want to punish his sweet little girl. How do I know? Cause I have a little girl who gets away with a lot of stuff. Cause all she does is look sad in the face. But my little boy look fat, look sad in the face. Boy, get that look off your face, boy. You a man. He can't even fall down without me saying, get up. 
Be a man, dust it off. Little girl fall down, we all run over and pick her up. So by the time they turn 20, their views of life is completely different. Because the little boy has become hard, hard knock life. He Jay-Z now. He know things are difficult. He know he can't get a date in college without getting a couple of jobs so he can get some money to compete with the dope boy. But the woman don't even have to get a job at 20. She got these look good and she can date the dope boy or the boy with two jobs. She got a choice. So her mentality is not the same. And yet we're still told that lie that females believe or grow and mature quicker than boys. It's completely untrue. The reason I address that is things like no other community. It intimates that there is something wrong with us on a certain level that exempts, exempts, or removes responsibility from the likes of whom have thrusted us into this conversation in the very first place. When we say things like no other community, well, we have to keep in mind, Tommy, that we've been stripped of a thorough knowledge of self. We've been stripped of our resources, our native tongue, and even the land that we used to live on. We've been stripped of the right to speak in our own language. We've been denied the right to even read in the foreign language that we had to adopt. They put a constraint on what exactly we could read. And then we have to factor in the hundreds of years that this constraint was upon us. And in 1865, December 6th, when they purportedly made us free, which Abraham Lincoln admits himself that he only did it because it was profitable for the nation, not because he gave a damn about the black people that were part of it. After Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3 of being considered three-fifths of a Our people, black women, <clears throat> what you can look up, this is what we can do. When a woman is born, she's born with all the OV cells she'll ever have. This means that women are born potentially with all the children they will ever have. Kind of like reptilian in nature, they have a bunch of eggs. Only thing is, it's almost like something got maimed and they release some eggs at a time during their menstrual cycle, right? That's a whole nother conversation. But it stands to reason for me that not only should we consider the emotions that diffuse into the child when a woman is conceiving that child, we should also consider that she's born with all the potential entities that will become the child one day. Which means, here we go, we're gonna use this term, epigenetics. Epigenetics stipulates that the children are summation 
of the women's experiences. How about that one? Found it. No problem. Fifty-eight percent of all murder victims were son of the son. Uh, fifty-eight point eight, forty-nine point two were females. Uh, in the in the black race. Uh, that was enough to say this man should have given up his life. By that logic, we should be able to say white versus black. A black person should go save a white person just because that person's white. You say that doesn't make any sense. There has to be redeeming qualities to make this life worth saving other than it is a female. When we do that, we cannot say that people are equal when one is not judged on the merits, but only by its sexuality. You don't see that as, as, as a weird conundrum when we don't know what that woman's doing. But you're saying if you are male there, you must save this female. That makes no sense. Brother Tommy, I'm going to, I'm going to have to stop <clears throat> promoting because you, you're going to get away with saying some slippery stuff while I'm over here trying to send a text. There can be no texting while listening to Brother Tommy Sotomayor because any damn thing can happen in a few moments. <clears throat> well, when you're spitting the real, it, it's all real. <clears throat> it's all real. Let me tell you how real, real is. Let's talk about the plight of the black woman. Let's talk about the fact that a man can have several baby mamas. So I'm just giving you, cause you talked about your mother, so I wanted to bring my mother here so we can let people see the dichotomy so they can see how diametrically opposed we may be in view. So you struck a chord in me talking about your mother and I wanted to strike a chord in you talking about mine. So we are probably very interesting to the world because our stories <laughs> as it relate to our mothers particularly is so very unique. Well, isn't it strange though, if you think about it, your mother left, you love black women. My mother stayed, I love black women. The way that we approach it is completely different. Mm -hmm. I do not believe you can spare the rod and raise a child that is correct. And as far as this goes, my view of women is less than mentally. I had a woman on the show today, a young woman, and she came on the show, beautiful young woman, was telling the world how much she loved me and how my, my videos changed her life. But she's 20. And you know, you and I grew up, and people always said, women mature faster than men. You remember, you remember hearing that? I heard that. <laughs> well, it's completely false, but because if you talk to a 20-year-old female versus a 20-year-old male, you will realize how childish the 20-year-old female sounds versus the 20-year-old male. Why? Because the 20-year-old male has already been faced with a lifetime of obstacles to get over. He's been told he's not good enough to play football, not good enough to play basketball, not handsome enough to... You and I in a community, 
if we lived around each other and we was thinking in a similar fashion. So my thing is, you're taking the worst of our community and you're making generalizations that speak to a larger amount than is actually true. There are too many of us that are doing the wrong thing. I can agree to that. But I also have to take into consideration how we arrive at this particular point or juncture. And that's why I always say to my audience, understanding transcends disagreement. I may disagree, but that means nothing if I don't understand. So even when my people, by complexion, do the wrong thing, my understanding of what impels them to do wrong is worth more than my condemnation of the actions that they perpetrate against each other. I hope I'm understood. <clears throat> my point was to the larger segment of the group. The larger segment of Jews become doctors and lawyers. That's why we have jokes about Jews. So I have to blame the woman just like the niggas do. The niggas blame me for taking the money that the cracker given me. So I'm going to blame the black woman for taking the money the cracker given him. <laughs> Yo, when you done roasting the chat for one. I ain't roasting the chat. I'm roasting the idea of what you said. Who do I blame? I blame the woman because she doesn't have to take that money. Okay. She doesn't, just like us coons don't have to take that money. Us coons could turn it down. We don't have to take the roles where we cooning on TV. Nope, we could turn it down. And you expect us coons to turn it down. <laughs> and when we don't, you stalk us. You say you're going to kill us. You say, fuck you, coon. You're coony coon coon all day because we didn't turn down the mansion because we moved to Beverly Hills because we took our family and put them in private school. <laughs> we ain't killing you. We ain't selling drugs to you. We ain't fucking with you. But you're going to kill us because we took it from the white man. So nobody takes more shit from the white man than that black bitch you call a damn goddess damn. that motherfucker is taking money hand over fist from white men every day she goes around got them white people to give her thirty thousand dollars in a few days the other black woman who slapped her son up in the boston riot they continue to uplift these single black mothers. You know this for a fact in the black community. She is not knocked down. She does, it does not preclude her from getting dates. It does not preclude her from even getting good men. She still can get your best and brightest 
even if she has kids by multiple people. And in most communities, that woman is looked down upon. She wouldn't have an opportunity to date anybody else. But in the black community, she actually does. You see it every day. Some dude that has a bunch of money marries some woman who already has kids from somewhere else. It doesn't happen in other communities. By convention, my brother, and I'm, I'm exercising a great deal of constraint, by convention, and that don't mean nothing negative towards you, that is to hear everything you're saying so I could preference my statements properly. We have to understand this. No other community, I do not like those statements when I'm having conversations about the black community with black people. I don't mind if you was a different race, but you speak as though you don't understand that you yourself are experiencing life in the diaspora. When we say- Chapter seven of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, book two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two, by Niccolo Machiavelli, translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter Seven of the quantity of land assigned by the Romans to each colonist. It would, I think, be difficult to fix with certainty how much land the Romans allotted to each colonist, for my belief is that they gave more or less according to the character of the country to which they sent them. We may, however, be sure that in every instance, and to whatever country they were sent, the quantity of land assigned was not very large. First, because these colonists being sent to guard the newly acquired country, by giving little land, it became possible to send more men. And second, because as the Romans lived frugally at home, it is unreasonable to suppose that they should wish their countrymen to be too well off abroad. And Titus Livius tells us that on the capture of Bay, the Romans sent thither a colony, allotting to each colonist three Ugara and seven Unciae of land, which, according to our measurement, would be something under two acres. Besides the above reasons, the Romans may likely enough have thought that it was not so much the quantity of the land allotted as its careful cultivation that would make it suffice. It is very necessary, however, that every colony should have common pasturage where all may send their cattle to graze, as well as woods where they may cut fuel, for without such conveniences no colony can maintain itself. End of chapter 7 Abuse much more than her male counterpart. <clears throat> the black woman who has to experience something totally different than what the male experiences when a child is en route to coming into this world. That is the emotions 
that correspond with her conceiving, whilst at the same time not knowing if the black man is going to be there for her or not. Of course, there are extreme forms where she just slept with people she wasn't supposed to sleep with, for what it's worth or whatever it means. Of course, we are not talking about those extreme forms. We're talking about the conventional messed up equations where the black man and the black woman shouldn't be making babies, both of them. But she has to deal with the hormonal change, the hormonal imbalances that are precipitated in light of her probably looking for a place to live, a man not being able to afford the situation, the man having the luxury of saying, I'm not dealing with you no more. And sure, she may even be able to put him on child support, but nothing's better than actual human support. The stress that is incurred, the stress incurred from her being a single mother, of course, we would like to speak to how she became single. Why not? Of course, we may want to speak to how she... Oh, wait, if I had killed a nigga or had been in jail for robbing a nigga, then I was real. That's what's so bad. If I came on here and just tried to insult the shit out of you, I might have won some points. I can't play that game because it would be me being the exact same thing that I'm trying to rail against. The one thing that I talk about which makes them call me gay is saying that black men have to build first. We cannot build on a matriarchy. I don't believe he can. I believe that brother, that's why I don't, I try to stay close to brothers like you. I don't try to be mad at Umar. I don't even try to be mad at Tyreek after all this fucking shit. <laughs> because if they see, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I look at it this way. Why do you think it's always women in the midst of men fighting? Mm. Ask any question you want to about me. Talk about me all you want. But somebody got to say, why is it always a bunch of women whenever they're two black dudes fighting? Why is it that you can look on any website when you see two black kids fighting, they mama sitting right there saying, do it, do it. We're the only race of people where our women are encouraging the battle instead of trying to break it up. Everywhere else you'll see some black woman say, guys, stop it. Not us. All right. Got them white people to give her $30,000 in a few days. The other black woman who slapped her son up in the Boston riot. They continue to uplift these single black mothers. You know this for a fact in the black community. She is not knocked down. She does, it does not preclude her from getting dates. It does not preclude her from even getting good men. She still can get your best and brightest even if she has kids by multiple people. And in most communities, that woman is looked down upon. She wouldn't have an opportunity to date anybody else. But in the black community, she actually does. You see it every day. Some dude that has a bunch of money marries some woman who already has kids from somewhere else. 
it doesn't happen in other communities. By convention, my brother, and I'm, I'm exercising a great deal of constraint, by convention, and that don't mean nothing negative towards you, that is to hear everything you're saying so I could preference my statements properly. We have to understand this. No other community, I do not like those statements when I'm having conversations about the black community with black people. I don't mind if you was a different race, but you speak as though you don't understand that you yourself are experiencing life in the diaspora. When we say going into earlier <clears throat> was the fact that as men, we also have to consider, because we're talking about black women now, as men, we also have to consider the amount of trauma that a lot of these sisters go through because they are more likely to be molested. And this is not that I'm not concerned with the young black men that get molested. It's only because this particular scenario, this particular forum is has been consecrated to speaking about the black woman, which we see we still want to have to speak about the black community. We still want to have to speak about black men because that's how important the black woman is. <clears throat> so all of this is necessary. I hope you guys are enjoying both sides of our conversation. The black woman has been molested an innumerable amount of times. The black woman is subject to extreme forms of domestic violence. I'm not saying that black men don't. I hate the fact I have to say this, but I just say it anyway, because you got those people that exist and are very insecure. So I got to damn near debate myself and debate the brother here on the platform. The black woman being the subject of much molestation, more than her male counterpart. Extreme physical a father with his child one day may go on YouTube and look at what his what her father was involved in to see me, another father, not even honor the fact that we have that similarity amongst many others. So this goes deeper. If we misrepresent ourselves as far as the way we communicate, we give license to the people that support us to follow through in their disrespect amongst each other. Because, hey, after all, they've learned it from the people that they appreciate. <laughs> That's why it's so very important that we keep respect at an all-time high. So with that being said, I thank y'all so much. Go to that SodomireTV.com. You know, every guest that comes on this show, uh, we have to make sure that you know how to find them as well. It's hospitality. And of course, go to IamBrotherPolite.com. Peace. I love you all. Both chat rooms. You did a great job.
Now, you're not part of the pro-black community, and you're not part of the conscious community, but you're part of the our community. I Stop saying that. I just told you what black. I said black. You can't keep okay. doing it. If, if you so said some numbers, let me get it straight. You're not part of the pro-black community, but you're part of the black community. Right. Okay. I think we all see where that goes wrong. But you I don't mind. In, you can be on you can be on Alabama's campus and not be for Alabama. I live I in Phoenix I and mind. I'm not for the Phoenix mind. team. I don't mind. Let me just finish my point. <laughs> my point. Apparently, you are part of the community that suggests that it's okay to drink lean, a combination of drugs infused with alcohol. I'm here to tell you, just, just as you are not part of the conscious community and pro-black community, I am not part of the black community that, that condones that. Those things. Right. That's what... But what I'm saying, though, but are you trying to deny that there's not a segment of our population who thinks this is okay to the point of where we started to put it in songs? Come on, dog. Let's not play with that. They haven't put no, they ain't made no songs where the rappers is coming out talking about sucking no other rapper's dick. Once that starts to become a song, then you'll know that's norm. You're missing the point, and I understand why. Because you're slipping up. I'm not one of those other guys you be debating, Tommy. This is a different scenario. You in the fucking cage right now. So you already lost. The question. Thank you, sir. Do you believe there was ever a time where black people are great? Were great? Well, I say this to you. <clears throat> My belief is I've been told so much that I think it must have been this time. But I don't have people able to really show me in an era. So I look and I say, since they cannot show me, it's like I believe when people it's like when people tell me that Cleveland Browns used to be good. Well, there's at least footage of it, but I don't respect it because it's so long ago. But there is footage of it, but it's grainy and it was in the AFL and it eh, so I want to see it more recent, just like the Cleveland fans. I understand you want to see I want to see it more recent. That's all. I understand. Uh, I just wanted to know, do you think there's ever a time recorded in history where we were in a pristine state? I'm assuming there must be. That's okay. the only way I can answer it because I don't know. So you have, you have no references for black people being great throughout history? Well, no. I, when I told you about how we were, I, I did if you don't. Remember, I spoke earlier about when during the during segregation, where we were building our own shit, and they realized we were building our own shit. So, so I can tell you about places if you're asking that. D- during the same time that you believe black people were great, do you believe you still had people doing some of the vile, disgusting, degenerative things? By by that logic, then you can't back up what you said then if, if, if we're going to disrespect each other that way then make sure you give me the source of what you just said oh no problem uh, the thing is this not the thing is the source the thing which you did you, you just dismissed my point when neither of us have brought up sources to this point oh no you just dismissed uh, me right then and told me well then we're not going to factor in anything you said oh, you so please now do the same 
You cut me off. I was going to continue to sit. Then I won't consider where I gave misinformation on because it has no bearing. That statement that I gave misinformation has no bearing because you have no point of reference other than the same point of reference you use. Now, okay, let me explain this again so you could definitely understand what I'm saying. At no point in this conversation did I tell you that you gave misinformation. I just battle the points. I battle. I, I refute. I debate. We use as much as logic as we can employ for this conversation. That's what we've been doing. The second you come out to say you've been given misinformation and then you specify, I don't know how you missed it, but on two occasions I gave misinformation. Then all I can surmise is this man must have, he must have some kind of statistics and he must have a point of reference. I'm willing to hear how I gave misinformation because when someone tells me I just misinformed people specifically on two occasions, I will only surmise that he has some point of reference. On the last second. <laughs> so this is what I have to say. When we have to be careful when we say things like, we are the only race that is doing this, that, and the other, because no one after 400 years plus of oppression is going to come out and in 60, 70 years of freedom make a turnaround especially considering the enemies of black people may have gone through their own forms of oppression amongst each other, but they still all remain enemies of a black people that make up only 14% of the population in America and only 9% of the population in Canada and remotely closer percentages in UK, though, they have many Africans of the continent who are over there. So this oppression cannot be rescinded overnight. And the reciprocal of this oppression may not necessarily take an equal 400 plus years, but 60 years certainly doesn't suffice to get some of the bad habits that have become transgenerational out of our system. So the promiscuity, the inability to organize. We have to blame who's saying, I don't need a man. We have to blame who's getting benefited for having children because black males do not get one benefit at all for having a child. There's no black man living in Section 8 housing because he got three kids by three different women. There's no black man getting free food because he got children. There's no black man getting housing because he got kids. Well, that's a lie. There actually is black men getting housing because they have a bunch of children they can't take care of. That housing is called the state jail or the state penitentiary. The women get rewarded for having children they cannot take care of. The women can make can go take the morning after pill. You cannot force her. 
the women have six months to have an abortion. Then have to explain why they just can. You cannot force her. The woman can have special mitigating circumstances after six months to still be able to have an abortion. You cannot force her. The woman can drop her baby off at a police station, fire station, or hospital and not be forced to pay for that kid or even explain who the hell she was. A man cannot do that. A woman can give a kid up for adoption. A man cannot do that. A woman can make a kid a ward of the state. A man cannot do that. So if you have this kind of power, especially the power of life. Speaking to the larger segment of our people, your exact words. That's why you have to talk about the lead. That's why you have, and here we go, owning the negativity. So then you go on to say, when people say Jews, when the Jews refer to themselves, when people talk about Jews, who do they talk about? They say the Jews are lawyers. I said, very interesting that Tommy should say that the Jews are lawyers, and people do say Jews are lawyers, or they may even say Jews are accountants, or maybe even landlords. But you know what they're talking about? The progressive Jews amongst the community. And the community is a group of people in a specific environment that are in conformity to the same edicts and have similar attributes. So if we're talking about a community and you say you're speaking to the largest segment, I then ask you again, the largest segment of who? Only the ones doing the wickedness in our community. But if we go to the Jews, you want to pick out the lawyers in their community. So I want to tell you this. Do you know that Jews lead America in oral circumcisions? This is a fact. So why are we calling Jews cocksuckers? Because they are leading the whole fucking country and sucking baby penises. Because it's part of their religion. But will you call them cocksuckers and speak to the largest segment of the people in America that's sucking on baby penis? Chapter 2 of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius. Book 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mirendo 07 Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius Book 2 by Niccolo Machiavelli Translated by Ninian Hill Thompson Chapter 2 With what nations the Romans had to contend and how stubborn these were in defending their freedom. In subduing the countries round about them and certain of the more distant provinces, nothing gave the Romans so much trouble as the love which in those days many nations bore to freedom, defending it with such obstinacy as could not have been overcome save by a surpassing valor. For we know by numberless instances what perils these nations were ready to face in their efforts to maintain or recover their freedom and what vengeance they took against those who deprived them of it. We know too from history what hurt a people or city suffers from servitude. And though at the present day there is but one province which can be said to contain within it 
free cities, we find that formerly these abounded everywhere. For we learn that in the ancient times of which I speak, from the mountains which divide Tuscany from Lombardy down to the extreme point of Italy, there dwelt numerous free nations, such as the Etruscans, the Romans, and the Samnites, besides many others in other parts of the peninsula. Nor do we ever read of there being any kings over them, except those who reigned in Rome, and Porsena, king of Etruria. How the line of this last-named prince came to be extinguished, history does not inform us, but it is clear that at the time when the Romans went to besiege Vei, Etruria was free, and so greatly rejoiced in her freedom, and so detested the regal name, that when the Veientines, who for their defense had created a king in Vei, sought aid from the Etruscans against Rome, these, after much deliberation, resolved to lend them no help while they continued to live under a king, judging it useless to defend a country given over to servitude by its inhabitants. It is easy to understand whence this love of liberty arises among nations, for we know by experience that states have never signally increased, either as to dominion or wealth, except where they have lived under free government. And truly, it is strange to think to what a pitch of greatness Athens came during the hundred years after she had freed herself from the despotism of Pisistratus, and far stranger to contemplate the marvelous growth which Rome made after freeing herself from her kings. The cause, however, is not far to seek, since it is the well-being, not of individuals, but of the community, which makes a state great, and without question, this universal well-being is nowhere secured, save in a republic. For a republic will do whatsoever makes for its interest, and though its measures prove hurtful to this man or to that, there are so many whom they benefit that these are able to carry them out in spite of the resistance of the few whom they injure. But the contrary happens in the case of a prince, for, as a rule, what helps him hurts the state, and what helps the state hurts him, so that whenever a tyranny springs up in a city which has lived free, the least evil which can befall that city is to make no further progress, nor ever increase in power or wealth, but in most cases, if not in all, it will be its fate to go back. Or should there chance to arise in it some able tyrant who extends his dominions by his valor and skill in arms, the advantage which results is to himself only, and not to the state, since he can bestow no honors on those of the citizens over whom he tyrannizes, who have shown themselves good. For the child to remain connected or sustain some kind of connectivity to the mother after the child is born, Housing, health care, and the likes should be the least of accommodations. They should be guaranteed accommodations for any woman that gives birth to the children that will run the nation, men and women. Are we jealous of women? Now, what we can say is this that there's an evil force that works to create a gender-specific war amongst those of our kind in the absence of true love and harmony amongst our community. I would then speak to the things that you were talking about. Or they use their little healthcare 
and their little plannings and their little insurance and their little wick checks as an opportunity to feed us poison. I would agree with you if you spoke about that. But then, of course, we will wind up talking about people that are not of our race, and we certainly don't want to have that conversation. We're going to keep it in-house. And if I keep it in-house, should the man who contributed to the birth of a child be the one who definitely gets the house or the woman who has to hold the child for nine months? If you see two black men building, you don't get all those conversations, do you? Whenever you see two black people getting along, you don't see them. That's why you're crying. That's, that's, that's who you're placating to. That group of the you're crying, he's soft, he's butthurt. That's the group. That's the group I refuse to placate to because that's the group that as soon as you said something you didn't like, they didn't like, they wanted Brother Polite murdered. You can't come to our hood no more. That's them. I don't want anybody to say, because you and me disagree, you can't come to our suburbs no more. You gonna get shot if they see you at the club. And when we keep placating to them, that's the problem we, we're going to have. This is why the little kids don't know how to talk to each other. This is why they would rather fight and insult each other whenever you say something and make a point. I'm going to insult you and I win because I insulted you. I will tell every one of you, go watch a movie called um, Idiocracy. It's a beautiful movie. It was a sarcastic movie. It's a stupid ass movie. And when it was done, it was just lowbrow, bad special effects. But today it holds so, so much. And be revered as a player. Let's talk about the fact that a young man can have a bunch of girlfriends and everyone will say, you know, all the girls love him. I agree with that. I disagree with the first point. You know that's not true. That guy's called a deadbeat. That guy's never called a player if he got a bunch of kids. If he got a bunch of women, yes. The dude with a bunch of kids is not called a player. Well, let, let me specify. They've let been me... trying to make fun of me in your chat room now. Ain't nobody said I'm a player because of it. They've been let making me fun of me because of it. The onus, the onus is more on the woman as far as being responsible is concerned for having multiple baby fathers than it is for the man who has multiple baby mamas. The woman with multiple baby fathers can still be considered a queen, a goddess, and a good mom. The man with, the man with multiple kids is always looked at as a bad dude. Only only in a small community called the conscious community, my brother. The world in general will not say they're kings and queens. They will put them in the rankings of harlots, of whores. They still are the ones that, the, the, right now, the television does shows and everything about these mothers 
who have multiple kids and still make it through. That black woman who had six kids by the age of 34 by three different dudes. Have a particular characteristic. The Asians don't want to be known or own the characteristic that gives them Down syndrome. Therefore, they don't want to be identified as mongoloids. Jews don't want to be known as cocksuckers. So, hey, yeah, we're known for being lawyers and accountants. But here we got my brother, Tommy Sotomayor. He picks the community amongst black people because there's several communities because a community is a group of people that live in a specific place together or a group of people that have a particular characteristic. Now, I think it's very interesting as I'm about to rest my case that amongst several different communities you could have picked amongst black people you chose to identify and pick the worst amongst a group of black people that are failing. But if you had to pick amongst black people that were seceding, what would you grab out that bag? No one has a clue because when you speak, you make it sound like, yo, the black community. No, brother, you're using it out of context. There's a group of people that live in a specific place together, or there's a group of people that have a particular characteristic in common. There are successful black people. That makes them the successful black community. And what do they all succeed in? Let's pick 